Like, hey, just so you know, you got California plates, you know? Right. Keep your seatbelt on, keep your speed down, like, they'll right. pull you're you over. Target. You're a straight up target. And do a lot of people just go there to watch where, like, they're not oh, yeah. doing anything? They're There's just, a, they're just yeah. cucking. They're just voyeurs. cucking and stuff. Yeah, yeah, voyeurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you'd be cool with it, but, like, I wanted to get. Are you about this. to beat me with that right now? No, but that's how it starts normally. Jesus. They can press a button or what? activate something, and it'll literally inflate it for them. Are you serious? Yeah. You usually okay. get one toss at you, yeah. and then if that doesn't hit, that's when hands come out. Oh, shit. Yeah. You've seen me when I drink a little bit. I'm like, I'm a little more relaxed. Yeah, I was like, why isn't Alvaro hard right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the one thing I, won't, like, I, I probably won't do is like get into deep with my ex. Because like, I don't want her to yeah, put yeah, her yeah. on blast. I, I don't, I, I don't want to talk about that either. Yeah. That's, that's a bummer. Yeah. No one wants to talk about the ex. I don't want to no, talk about my I'm ex. I'm done talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't ask me about my ex either. I haven't. I won't. All right, good. Good, good. Good. <laughs> Mutual understanding. But uh, this is my friend Alvaro. Alvaro is here to join us. Uh, how you doing? Doing good. That sounded really fake and professional. How are you? How are you? How are you, doing? How are you? How's anyone? Um, but uh, thanks for coming on, though. I appreciate it. And this is kind of like last notice and stuff. Um, I, uh, I've known Alvaro, I've known you since 2020. I think we met, we're pandemic buddies. Yeah. I, well, it's funny because, uh, I actually hired you to, to build the wall that's literally behind right behind you. me. Yeah. Yeah. Is I, that, do you, do you think that's, isn't it kind of funny that I hired a Mexican to build a wall? I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Donald Trump wanted to have Mexico actually pay for the wall. Right. Yeah. That's it. true. Yeah. Yeah. Not and build it. Probably. Yeah. His dreams came true. We would have probably... I don't even know how you're here right now. How'd you get past it? You must have built like a, a secret door or something that I didn't know about. Uh, there's ways. That's what we, we come coyotes. <laughs> you guys, you guys are, you guys are clever. You guys are really clever. Um, but are you, are you hundred percent? You're hundred percent Mexican. Uh, technically no. My dad's from El Salvador, but I okay. was born in Mexico, raised, gotcha. uh, my, when I was a kid, I was there for a couple of years and then came to the U S later on. But most of my life has been between the U.S. and Mexico. You've been bouncing back and forth yeah. and stuff. Yeah, my mom used to send me like every summer to Mexico because it was cheaper, like a round trip ticket versus having a babysitter during summer. Oh, so, so like, just for the summer, it'd be, it'd be like, like Mexico was your summer camp. Yeah, but instead of like having, no, I had fun. I got to like hang out on a farm, go like to my, because my grandpa, oh, whoa. they had a farm, we had crops. Uh, I got to like ride horses, uh, play with chickens and that's pigs pretty and that cool stuff. that's pretty cool so were you ever growing up in the city or were you just very remote kind of like very rural in the farm area no my like so i'm from zacatecas which is the one of the biggest states in mexico and yeah. i'm from a small town with maybe 32 families when i was there oh shit named san juan de la casemira I'll, I'll remember that right yeah. it will be a quiz at the end yeah um but no it was like super small we didn't have plumbing when i was there we had no running water we had like a river nearby were, were you were you like as a kid do you remember how would you feel going off to that place every every summer were you excited were you dreading it was it a bummer was it great oh i loved like, it like loved it. like i got to like literally like have fresh tomatoes off the vine kind of stuff i got to see my we, we, huh. we'd slaughter animals for food that's it's, cool. It's kind of dark, but it's like there's nothing fresher, fresher. than a fresh oh, like, yeah. steak. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, when, you, when you heard that animal screaming like two hours before you ate it, that's like it doesn't get any fresher Well, than that. There, you do it quick. You, there was quick ways of doing it so gotcha. they wouldn't suffer and like right. make it real quiet. Would you ever get sad? You're like, no, don't kill the, the Geppetto, oh. whatever the cow's name no, was. No, yeah. There was, the first time I remember it is when my grandpa, like I caught him killing a goat for birria. And I, oh, I saw him like literally like so good. Though. I saw him put the the rifle to the goat's head and like do a clean kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I grabbed the broom, 
and just started beating my grandpa with him like why are you hurting the goat right 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 and my grandpa just like no it's for food like yeah. my grandma had to physically pull me off of him right like a six-year-old which is like like viscerally that's that's very in, an intense that's intense imagery for something like someone so young to witness but honest in, like the grand scheme of things that's way less cruel than how you know factory farms oh, kill yeah. animals right like just like a clean blow to the head like that's that's like a dream yeah for no, any he, any kind of farm animal my grandpa was big on like humanely like yeah putting out the animals because he would raise these animals since they were calves or like right. you know in his hand he right. loved all of them and he's to the day he died he still was raising cows and chickens yeah and he cared for them they all had names but circle of life you know we had to right. eat and over there you know there's we had like these little convenience stores but we didn't have supermarkets right so like the guy that um there was two competitions you guys didn't have like a stores. taco truck on the farm or anything <laughs> like, no there wasn't we, oh, we okay. just made it ourselves thought, everything was like homemade yeah like the primary food that we eat every day yeah mostly everyone raised and traded in between uh, like the 16 families that were living there whoa so so then like would would you come back to the come back to the u.s to california and be like this food sucks or like this is not there's nowhere did it like taint your impression of like western cuisine a it, little bit i was like oh, it's just not as good it's just not as good here it was a little weird for me, I think, like coming back and forth because I mean, I grew up in Hacienda Heights, like not too far from here. Like right. it was a lot dominant, like Mexican families. Yeah. But it would be like night and day because like, I'd be going during the summer to a pueblo where mm -hmm. they're like, we didn't have like, we had dirt roads. All right. the houses were made out of like literally dirt, cinder blocks. In or, Hacienda Heights? No, I'm talking about when I lived oh, in Mexico. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, damn, this eh. shit's changed a lot since then. No, some okay, places yeah. like Hacienda Heights, but like, no, yeah. there's some places. But like when in Mexico, like going from there and then coming back to the city where I had... You know, the big thing for me was like, I had a toilet again and running showers. Like right. in Mexico, if I wanted to go to the toilet, you know, number one, you go outside in a tree or somewhere. If you want to go number two, yeah. I was literally squatting over nothing. Just oh, squatting, sure. using, not even probably, joking. That probably kind of helps you like appreciate what we have here. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like you, you were, it was almost like every summer you had to be on that show, The Simple Life. You know, with oh. uh, Paris Hilton when she like had to go to the farm and oh yeah, it humbles just, like, you. Milk cows and shit, you know, and, and poop in a hole in the ground. Like, yeah, no, it, it it straight up humbles you. Like one of my favorite things was like when I was a kid, like the, the the stores in Mexico. One of the things that they would you know they'd bring in sweets and candies and beer. Like that's what they would sell. Nothing like sustenance wines. But I remember I got a cup of noodles once, like the ramen top ramen cup of noodles, and I got excited. Went to my grandma. I'm like, all right, cool. I want to I want to eat this for dinner. And she's like, okay, cool. We're cooking it, but we're gonna have to wait till next week. And I was like, why? Oh, we don't have any more propane and the propane man doesn't come until next Whoa. week on monday yeah to give us propane you have and to wait for things yeah you, you can't just it's not instant gratification go 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 like it no. is here in the city and like if we wanted to cook something like we'd have to like build fires if we ran out of propane yeah which like would happen from time to time it's like i remember like being excited to you know have this uh, cup of noodles yeah it was like a thursday or wednesday i'm like i gotta wait almost an entire week so i get more propane yeah to cook a simple cup of noodles do you feel then, do you feel like people in mexico like who are born there who who have spent a lot of time there are like have more patience they're not as they're not as like dem demanding as as like people from the city i think the older generations are yeah. yeah but like as the younger generation like now mexico is very modern like i've seen right. videos of the hometown i grew up in in mexico like now there's a school there's a church, there's roads. I've been told that there's now uh, better electricity. You've been in Mexico City, right? Long time ago. Like, okay. like last time I went to Mexico City was, uh, I had to go there to get my papers, uh, like yeah. legal documentation when I was becoming a US citizen. Yeah. Like I had to legally go over there in person, present, 
And that's like around the last time I went. And I remember going with my grandpa and it was like a very, even for me at that time, like when I was a kid, a very modern city. Like right. there was like a lot more cars and I'm stores. thinking about, cause I've been thinking about just taking a trip to Mexico city. I've heard so many good things about it. And you know, obviously like, I, like the first time I told my mom, I was like, I think I want to go to Mexico city. She was like, don't go to Mexico. Like there's this conception, right? That, that Westerners have that like Californians have. I think just, there's just the US that you're gonna get shot, you're gonna get stabbed, or the cartel's gonna kidnap you and behead you. And I was like, well, mom, it's, it's pretty safe from everything I've researched. Every time I like research it, it's like, it's like here, like go, go to Skid Row and you'll probably get fucked up. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, go to downtown LA and like the wrong area, you'll get shot. It, but it's like every, every big city has their, their bad areas. So, but there's, I've heard that there's just so much culture and so much, uh, like so many kind people in Mexico City. Um, did you ever feel once for a second that like going to Mexico in the summers was ever, did you ever feel more like in danger that it feel was like more dangerous than it is here no. at any given point? If anything, I felt safer. Cause like when I grew up in Hacienda Heights in La Puente in the early nineties, it was like a lot of gangster culture. Mm, so like right. Cholos yeah. back and forth gang violence. And then I yeah. go to Mexico and it was calm. Right. But I was again in a rural area. Exactly. If you were to go to like Mexico City, like everywhere has like it's good and it's bad. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, you can find trouble if you're looking. Like for you it. went to Colombia. Right. And I asked you the same things, like how was it safe? And you're like, oh, the nicest people ever. Right. But I stayed in like the touristy area, you know, that was like very like you know foreign friendly. Like I could have gone off the beaten path and been places I shouldn't have been. You know what I mean? But there's there was so much. There were so many great areas that were just very inviting. Everyone's friendly. In Mexico you know. is the same way. Yeah. Like for instance, like my. Uh, with my in-laws when they would my they would go to mexico they would drive to mexico and there'd be certain roads you had to pay the cartels mm -hmm. like a bribe to get through safely yeah but that's like you know i don't know how that's that's new since i was in mexico because like right. when i would fly in it wasn't that issue yeah sometimes i wish things were a bit more like kind of more like less official here like i feel like in mexico like you could pay off a cop pretty easily you know what i mean or give him some weed if he finds you rolls you can't do that here if you if, if a cop finds weed on you, you're screwed no matter what. But in Mexico, you can be like, uh, you, you can keep it. You know what I mean? Like or whatever. Here's a hundred bucks. You know, have, and we'll most likely leave you alone, right? Like I wish we had a little bit more corruption in LA. I would have gotten off the hook so many more times if I could have just been like, bro, just keep the gram. I don't I don't need it. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've never personally experienced it, but I have heard that, like, uh, my cousins who live right by the border in Tecate, the yeah. U.S.-Mexican border, yeah. they, like, let me know, like, hey, just so you know, when I went to go visit them a couple years ago for a wedding, like, hey, just so you know, you got California plates, you know? Right. Keep your seatbelt on, keep your speed down, like, they'll right. pull You're you over. Target. You're a straight-up target. And, like, cops will pull you over. And, yeah. like, if they do, you know, my uncle was like, yeah, offer them 50. Right. Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if they say no to the 50... Go up to 100. The cops in Mexico are basically just bouncers. You know, you can just pay a, pay a, pay off a bouncer and get in the club. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like oh, you're not re wearing the right shoes. You can't go in. Like, here's a here's 20. A, yeah. You know what I mean? All right, all right. It, go for it. it but then that can go both ways, right? Because then they could also, like, fuck you over. They could, like, steal from you. They can rob you blind. And you, they know you're not going to do anything about that it. That happens here. Well, maybe not as much. I, I mean, would think maybe. There's literally stories online of people getting pulled over by cops and they're like, Oh, where'd you get this money? And it's called asset forfeiture or something like that. Uh -huh, yeah. Like ten thousand dollars. Explain where this money came from. Oh, I just got it from the bank. I don't doubt that. It, I don't doubt that it happens here. Yeah. But it seems like I, I just hear a lot more about it in Mexico. But maybe that's just because I'm hearing it from gringos. You're you're just you know? you're always like it's like I'm that, in my little you're, bubble. You're, you're, you're focusing on Mexico with that cyan filter that you always see in TV show and movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right, I, right, who right. came from Mexico, like I hear different stories from Mexico, yeah. like from actual Mexicans. So it's a little it's a little different. What What do you think is a, a stereotype that that we make as a you know from the U.S. 
a stereotype that we make about Mexico that you would consider actually true. Like, actually, that yeah, that is true. Is That's there like, actually true? Yeah, yeah, like a stereotype that you're like, there is some truth to that. Damn. One that you would be like, no, nah, that, that, they got that one on point. That's a hard one. Because, like, I usually like, agree, like disagree with most of them, but yeah. we do eat a lot of chile. A lot of hot sauce. A lot sauce. of chili. Oh, yeah. Mexicans okay. like in the like yeah. s- South America. Right. We're known for like eating spicy food. It and is we- way spicier there than it is here. I'm guessing because I, oh. I haven't had that spicy of food. Well, it's because you don't know you you got to go to certain places. Yeah, right. And, Give like, me the habanero and stuff. You got to you know? ask for it and stuff like that. Okay, but, like, yeah. You know, you want the salsa verde that makes you cry. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I, you know, actually, like, I feel like they've been giving me hotter sal- salsa lately. Because I've been hiking more and I've gotten more brown. The tanner. Yeah, yeah. And so they see me and they're like, "Oh, he can handle the hotter salsa." Like I feel like they've been giving me. You know what I mean? Well, it depends on where you go. Cause like if like, you go uh, like he a, can handle it. Like if you go to a certain place and it's just like good quality service, they'll just give everyone the same thing. Mm. Like no special treatment. Equality. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like there's certain places like like I took you to salsa and beer. Like that salsa right. was really good. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's friendly for everybody because they get a lot of like non-Mexicans. Right, right. But remember I was telling you they had that mocajete with the chile. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, be careful. It'll pepper spray us on the way here. Yeah, right, exactly. And as soon as mine arrived, like we were both coughing. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. But I mean, I could see why they why they don't just give the, the hottest sauce to everyone because a lot of the gringos, myself included, like we'll send it back or we'll be like, I can't eat this burrito because it's just, it's too hot for me. And they don't want to waste food. You know what I mean? They're like, this is wasteful. Like we'll just give them the like if I had a restaurant, I would just give everyone like a mild and then th- like upon request, I'll give you the hotter stuff if you know you can handle it. But that's not authentic. Then it's not authentic Mexican Yeah, food. that's true. Right. You got to sacrifice something. You got to like, sacrifice like uh, Mexicans. Like I as a Mexican who grew up eating a lot of hot sauce, like you know how much a hot sauce I eat like chili and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. I grow the Carolina Reapers at home. Yeah. Like I love that in Mexico now. They oh, have yeah, you'll put ba- them up your like shit, baby yeah. food. Yeah. With uh, chili in it now, like salsa verde baby, baby food. food. Like, I mean, it's like honestly, they're candies. I mean, that's pretty cool though. Like, you gotta get them. You don't want your kid to be a bitch. No. You know what I mean? Like, he's gonna grow up and be like, uh, "Is that pepper?" <laughs> you know, no. like you gotta you gotta start them on it early. Yeah, and that's like, the way to do it. And like one of my favorite things is like as a Mexican is like the other kind of food I really like is like the Indian food. Yeah, yeah. Because like I think India's really got down their spice. Like, oh, one hundred percent. Like yes. India or like uh, a lot of like uh, Thai food. Right. Like, the more chili, the better. Yeah, like, I love it, and a lot of Mexicans love it but we have like the highest tolerance of it. So like the more we get, the more addiction, like I've reached yeah. the point where I'm eating Carolina Reapers right? and I'm waiting for hotter. Yeah. That's interesting that you say that, like that they're giving like candies, like spicy candies to like kids and stuff in Mexico. Do you feel like just the way that you're brought up, that you're raised in Mexico, like people raise their kids almost, almost with like a more of like a tough love as opposed to being coddled like they are here? Where it's like you got to protect the kids from everything, and every everyone's so sensitive. The parents are so sensitive. In Mexico, it's a bit more. Do you feel like it's a bit more rough around the edges, but with good intentions? Do you feel like you're, you know? I think it's a little more generational. Cause like I grew up in a generation where like yeah, like it was borderline like tough love slash like taking care of a baby. Like Mexican moms, they'll baby their kids. Mm. Like it's normal now for like a 22, 23 year old Mexican kid to still live at home because his mom refuses to let him leave. Right. But she'll so, still throw a slipper at you. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's the part. That's what I'm saying. It's the tough love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now right. there's generations like mine who are like no longer throwing the chancla. Like we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're like getting rid of that child, not childhood trauma, but like, Hey, there's right. better ways of like raising our kids and for like sure. straight up beating them. Well, speaking of chocolates, I've actually got some questions for you. Uh, we got a segment that is specifically for you. It's called ask a Mexican. I reached out to our lovely discord community and people on Twitter that follow us. And I said, I'm going to have a real life Mexican on this show. So fire up your questions. Anything you want answers to from a Mexican perspective, fire away. And we got some good questions here. Actually, I was kind of surprised. Anthony said, do Mexicans ever think, man, I'd like to go out for gringo food? 
Which I, I thought was such a great question. Well, we don't say like gringo food, but we'll say like, vamos a agarrar pizza. Uh, well, like there's like, you know, that's like white is people there, food. Is there like a or white hamburguesas. people food? Uh, Stuff okay. like that. Like we don't say like, you know, we don't like there's white people don't like have like a category You don't put food. it in the category. Right. It's like, just specific dishes. It's like dishes or pizza. stuff like that. Like burguesas right. or. Yeah. But. Because well, white food in, in the U.S. is kind of like a. It's like a. It's a melting pot of everything. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like the hamburgers, what, from somewhere in Europe and stuff right, like that. Right. Uh, Italian food is considered white, you know, like spaghetti yeah. and stuff like that. So there's no like, I think I've ever seen like category of like white food. You know, when right. I went to Peru, I remember like I went to like uh, an American hamburger restaurant. Yeah. And it was their version of a, an American hamburger where they had the burger, but they used torta bread mm, and they yeah. put the French fries inside of the burger. Oh, okay. And that was pretty bomb. That That's like a perfect blend of like California style and Mexican style. Well, that was in burger. Peru. So it was like Peruvian. Like that's it was their interpretation of it. Is, like when I go to like in Mexico, like they love Pizza Hut or uh, oh, really? like Domino's. And I was going like to say that. like, what's, what's the biggest, the most popular Western dish in Mexico? Is it burgers or I, pizza? Is well, it pasta? I think it's a lot of like the burgers and the pizzas. But like right yeah. now, like from I've seen my family and stuff like that, like they're really digging Japanese food right now. Like the we, weeds are alive in dude, Mexico. Japanese. Because like ever since like the 90s, like we grew up with like Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z. Right. Um, all those like the Japanese animes done yeah. in Spanish dubs, which like if you haven't watched a, like a Spanish dub anime, yeah. they're way better. And then the music hits harder. Better than the original? Like better, better than, than the Japanese, American, dubs. better than the American. I, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that. Mm. You know, like I, I just couldn't even get into some of those animes because I'm just like, Goku doesn't sound like that. That sounds like my PE teacher. No, yeah, like you know? I, well, I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z in Spanish. Oh, okay. So like when I watch the Japanese version, I'm like, yeah, he doesn't, he didn't sound like as like manly to me. And then when I watch the right. American dub version, right. I'm like, uh, because it's like, how are you gonna? Because I, I think, I think. Spanish is the perfect language for like an intense anime like like Dragon Ball Z because of the machismo that, that that you guys have. You know what I mean? Like a Japanese guy isn't very intimidating. He's like, "Oh, come here, Mia." You know, well, but like a Mexican will fucking lay into it and make you feel like I'm about to get my ass torn in two right but now. But like the Spanish animes, like the the animes done in Spanish, their their voices aren't that like deep. They're, they're not, not like, that deep. They're not like super deep voices. They're oh, like wow. clean they cut. Like a lot of them are like clean like just upstanding citizen kind of voices like oh interesting the average kind of guy and it sounds huh. but when they're like like hyping up and stuff like that you you feel it like there's a little more like sauce in it in a way to say it. Like, gotcha, gotcha it's not like there's not like deep and stuff like that where their voices are getting deeper right, it's just right. like it sounds like just like a knife cutting through got it but but it sounds like they're good voice actors oh yeah that's that's pretty awesome um so that's uh that's a great first start uh the other question that um, monkey asked is my wife is mexican and speaking of what we were saying earlier how can she hit me with a chancla from around the corner without even looking? So first explain what is a chancla and address this question. Your oh, thoughts. Oh, yeah. I mean, chancla is, you know, what we call the, the a sandal, but usually they're made out of, like, something harder than just plastic. Oh, really? Yeah. Like like, we, like, like leather or, or like, a, ah. like a canvas. Like, they're, they're rigid because they wear them indoor, outdoor. It's got good beating they're, power. Our version of moccasins. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Like, everyone likes moccasins because they're, like, right. super comfortable, yeah. everyday kind of wear. Uh-huh. The chancla is that version of it. And this is, like, five people talked about the chancla. Someone said Me Mexican mothers have the accuracy of God himself with the chancla. They're, they're just, they're like heat seekers. They really? just know where you're at. Like, it's just, like it, it'll, like you it, just it, need to get it. Like, it, they'll throw it and it'll, like, turn a corner and hit you? It No. It, have you seen Wanted? You know when he kind of just, yeah, like, throws his arm? Yeah, the bullet and the bullet no, kind of like, curves? He's got to, like, throw his arm. Oh, yeah, the yeah, The mom yeah. will just go, like... Down. It's like putting spin on a bowling ball. It's yeah. Just like, but in midair. No, so Mexicans really like baseball. It's the other next popular sport to, uh, to soccer. Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers. Well, so, Dodgers. like, 
the curveball is still alive in yeah, Mexico. But they do it with a flip flop. Yeah, moms will watch baseball. Like, well, the dads yeah. watch people. Moms are watching it with them, but they'll just yeah. don't know to have put a little spit on it. Damn, and so, do they? Do they usually just take it straight from their foot? Are they wearing it at the time, or do they just keep one on the counter or like you know, on the coffee table? Oh no, they're, they're, if you're at home, you're almost wearing it every time. Oh really? Yeah. They'll just wear it indoors and then just. So they always have it on them. They're always yeah. strapped. They're always, they're strapped. always strapped. And they got two. They can dual wheel. They could do two. Do they ever no. do two? It's usually one. You usually okay. get one toss at you. Yeah. And then if that doesn't hit, that's when hands come out. Oh, shit. Yeah. So like, you almost want to run into the chunkla. You you want to get hit by it. You're like, no, no. You want the, to, because otherwise, is just otherwise you're getting. Though. It's just stand still. Just let it happen. Oh, right, right, right. Because they'll, they'll hit you. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you move, it'll, it, it gets worse. But yeah, then that's yeah. what I'm going about. Like, I haven't did that to my kid. Like, there's you like, haven't thrown no, a, a slipper I don't, at him? There's no violent, like. I'm, right. I'm going disciplinary. I don't want that at home. Right, right, right. Because, like, that shit sucks. Not, e- not even, like, a, f- a foam, like, a foam flip-flop? No. Like, a I, little, I go, uh, I go for the... Uh, squishy one? I go for the, I'm going to take the iPad away, and then that gets to... That's the new, that's yeah. the new flip-flop, you know? Yeah. Or that unplug is. the Wi-Fi. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Just, yeah. like, I go behind the router and just be like, and oh, kids will, out. And kids will cry yeah. more with that than if you were to beat them with a slipper. Yeah, but now she knows how to troubleshoot. She's like, you just <sighs> unplugged it. Or you <sighs> just turned it off. Yeah. So, like, now I've gotten to the point where... Is it an like, iPad? Like an Apple iPad? Yeah. You gotta so switch like, it with, like, a, a Windows. Switch no, it doesn't know the UI or no, something. No, but now you know? what I do is, like, I go to my phone and I uh, disable iPad. Or she's like not kill listening switch. and stuff she like that. Hit yeah. The kill switch. Yeah. And then she's like, she'll the, now they're smart because she'll like grab my phone and she knows my iPhone password from time to time. Right, right. right. Or she'll like, I'm asleep. Or she'll just build herself a new iPad. You know, like they have kids building those anyway. She probably like it's Chinese in their kids. blood at this point. Yeah. Um, that's wild, dude. Uh, what about what about? Um, is there anything that a Mexican mom won't throw? Is like, do they only exclusively throw the chancla, or will they throw? Other newspapers, other things, plates. Is it just the flip flop? No, you'll get the occasional like cup thrown at you. Oh, really? I stopped wearing belts for a long time because my mom would grab my belt and like throw it at me or hit me with it. So like, <laughs> I for the longest time. With your own time, belt? Damn. Yeah. And then like at that time when I stopped wearing belts is when I was like, I was in like middle school and high school where like studded belts were the thing. Yeah. So like, if oh, you see shit. any pictures of me in high school, not a single belt. I stopped wearing belts. That's I like started suicide. Wear- I started wearing belts when I moved out. <laughs> it's I like, like, why is Alvaro always wearing a fuzzy belt? I no, never understood that. No belt. I, I times just, I do the shoelace. Yeah, but I just I'm like she can't hit me <laughs> she with a belt. Piano if I don't have wires one. you with the shoelace. Man, it's like you got to choose your you choose your clothing carefully. So what about uh, what about this? Kay said, "Do they really all Mexicans? Do Mexicans really all drink Coca Cola instead of water?" There is a huge issue in Mexico. Like the like, there's a huge like issue like y'all don't with, drink with water. Sugar. There's a lot of, pl- okay, like from places where I grew up, like cleaning, clean drinking water was like, you'd have to boil river water. Oh. So like there was a long time where like drinking Coca-Cola was like the cleanest, safest thing to do. Ah, but right. like, there was like a big thing in Mexico where like now if you buy like a Mexican Coke, you'll see right there like, hey, excessive sugar and all that stuff. Ah. Cause like they'll drink, sh- the minute they wake up, they'll drink a liter of soda. Wow. So like. Just cause it's more accessible. It's cleaner. You probably it, have no, more it, problems. It's just, I blame, I'm just going on it's addiction now. It's yeah. convenience. Oh, it sugar is better. insanely. It's a drug. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, in Mexico, like, you know. And it's better over there. The Coke is better. They're working there, on it. Like, they've been working on it. But, like, in Mexico, like, most houses, their fresh water supply yeah. comes, like, on top of their roofs of their houses. They'll have, like, right. uh, water right. like, jugs or water towers. Because, like, more, the town that I grew up in in Mexico, we only, the, the, the municipal system only turned on the water for our district. Right. Um, every three days. Oh, wow. So we would, that would be the water that we wash our dishes with and right. take showers with. Right. So we would have to, and then, so we'd have to like, you know, ration it. And right. then it'd be like water sitting up there and we weren't like cleaning it with Clorox and all that stuff. Whoa. The cleanest way to take care of it was like boiling it. So 
But the, the Coke w- was free-flowing. You had Coke all the time. Yeah, it was because cheap like convenience stores would get bottled. orders of Coke. Right. They'd get, but also like water jugs of water, we would get them. But when he would run out or you'd run out of them, Whoa. couldn't do anything until you got you sh- more. You guys should have like, did anyone ever like shower with the Coke instead to save the water so they could drink it? I mean, like, that'd be, that'd know, be just like anti-taking a shower. You'd just be all sugaring. Like, yeah, I, like okay, to, so like... Maybe you have to boil it or something. So like the way that I would shower is like... You, We'd get those five-gallon Home Depot buckets. Yeah. You'd get two of them, one with cold water and one with boiling hot water. Uh-huh. And you'd mix them, and you'd kind of just right, do right. the cup shower. Sure. Like, like that's how you shower at Coachella, basically, when you, when you don't want to wait in line. Never been to Coachella. Yeah. But you, you basically have if you've, the way that you were yeah. raised in Mexico. It's the yeah, same thing. I could survive Coachella just Except from, like, less lines. experience and memories. I'd rather take a shit in Mexico, like, in a hole in the ground than one of those porta-potties at Coachella. Um, Some places in Mexico, we didn't have the hole because you couldn't dig through the bedrock. So like, then you just I, shit on the ground, yeah, and so, then bury it. So like the way that the way we no, not even bury it. The way in my um, in my grandpa's house, uh, we'd we'd have like a wall built out of literal rocks. You'd go there, you'd turn two left corners, and you'd squat, use the bathroom. There was a shovel. You'd grab the shovel and fling it over the wall, and the wild animals would eat it. Really? Wait, yeah. so the wall was just to separate you from the shit? Like privacy. Oh, pri- okay. It was, it was like, like a, an outhouse. God, without gotcha. a, it was like a little a roof. Curtain. It was like a rock. not even a curtain. We just that way, like you it was like tur- a rock curtain. Yeah, so you'd walk it and you couldn't see if somebody was in it. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you had a little bit of it was a, bit a little civilized, bit of privacy. Yeah, civilized. Civilized. We we had the clean shovel. That's cool. Um, what about this? This is really interesting. Kor- Korzik asked, "What do you think of the stereotypical portrayal of of Mexicans in American culture?" So like uh, you know, Speedy Gonzalez is is he is he tacky or is he endearing? Like, what are your favorite and least favorite portrayals of of Mexican stereotypes? So first of all, what do you think of Speedy Gonzalez? I like him. I grew up watching Speedy Gonzalez, like the old cartoons and stuff like that. There's like I know there's like and your new- parents were never like turn that shit off. That's no, racist. Like we found that stuff funny. Like I know there's like a whole generational move from like the new generation doesn't want to say Latino, Latina. It's like Latinx, Latinx political right. correct and oh, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I'm from like that? a generation where like, it was like, it's not a big deal. It's just like, whatever. We weren't bugged by it. Like, yeah. we're not like easily offended by like culture appropriation, all that stuff. Right, right, right. Like if you, you know, like one of the things, like if you were like walk around, I invited you, like, I want you to go with me to like Pico Rivera and like go to a rodeo, rodeo. and all that stuff. Yeah, rodeo. And I'm rodeo. like, you're like, I'm going to, I wanted to see you in boots and a belt and a hat. And you're right. like, oh no. Like, like will I'm I like, get beat up? No. Do I have people to get like 30 it. times tanner to, to do no. that? Okay. People love it. You could walk up to a Mexican, like if you put on my sombrero and you're like, hey, how do I look? Yeah. Like if you ask like a random Mexican on the street, be like, oh, you look good. Or if you look bad, you'd be like, the miras feo, mijo. Like a white guy wearing a sombrero um, and like maybe a poncho on Cinco de Mayo, right? And he's just having fun celebrating. Not offensive to most Mexicans. Like, you think some Mexicans would be like, like, what the f-? Maybe like the younger generation, like the, the Gen Z of Mexico. Okay. They're, they, because they're a little more... The little woke guys. The, the little the more woke, woke guys. which is yeah. not a bad thing. You know, they're, sure. they're, you know, they're like, hey, you know, culture appropriation, you're taking our culture. But it's like with Mexicans, I've, like, I've grown up and I'm like, hey, it's not like it belongs to not one person. It's right. like it's all like it belongs to everybody. Like, gotcha. Taco Bell is offensive to us, but like everything else is like... <laughs> <laughs> like it's not like I'm not gonna get upset. It's offensive to my insides yeah. as well. So yeah. So like one of the things I wanted to do with you, it's like one of the surprises I had for you. And right. It's like I know you're not cool. I don't know if you'd be cool with it, but like I wanted to get. You Are you this. about to beat me with that right now? No, but that's how it starts. Normally. Jesus Christ. So I know this. you were iffy. So I got you one of these. This is me. This is mine. This is yours. What? I'm so glad. So you could wear that anytime. You could wear it in front of a Mexican, and we'll like, bro. They'll, this be, is like, they'll be like, that's nice. 
This is so like if I was in your shoes as a kid and my mom beat me with my belt, I would never wear this. This is like a this is like a good beating. Well, belt. yeah, that'd be the this one like thick. that'd be like the one your dad or your grandpa would wear. Like he'd take it off like in that quickness. Oh yeah, and you'd be like it'd be done. Oh yeah, and there's horses. And the thing on is it. like if you move, you'd get another one. Oh god, so, so you, you had to sit there. So you and just take sit it. there. No wonder you guys are so tough. I'm like, man, yeah. Mexican people are so fucking tough. Why is that? It's because they get beat with this thing every day. So this like, is, this, this makes men. This is what men are made yeah, of. Yeah, and it's, it's I just, like it. This is great. It's yours, and that's from Mexico. We're gonna. I'm gonna wear this to uh, the rodeo, the first yeah. rodeo you take me to. Which uh, more on rodeos in just a bit. I've got some yeah. surprises for you there. Um, this is awesome. Uh, let's see, Bar Bar Steer Bar Bard Sir. Uh, can Mexicans say the N word? I know some do. Like, like the, you know, like the cholas and all that stuff. I've never felt comfortable saying it. Right. It just, it does feel, it's a strong word to say. I, I but at the same time, is. I say, you know, we have our version of the N-word, you know, calling someone a, a I don't know, I guess say wetback, beaner or stuff like that. Oh, really? That's, is that the, is that it's the like equivalent? If so, like is that if somebody the M-word? Yeah. Like if somebody calls me like a wetback, like a white person or something like that, like that's yeah. offensive. Right. But at the same time, like I'm not triggered by it anymore. Just because right, like right, right, right. I've grown out of it. I'm like, oh, six and stones kind of thing. But it's it's I've never said the N word. But do you guys have like an M word similar to the N word? Because like you know, like black people will call each other the N word, almost like as like bro, right? Do you guys is it like pato or something? Like do you have an equivalent of that? Well, our equivalent would be like Mexicans. Like we're known because like we talk a lot of shit about each other. Yeah, so yeah. like if we our equivalent would be like calling somebody like pendejo or you know call that stupid or like calling them like like but an offensive you, term but we don't have like a sad word where we call each other a certain way we, the, so be, other, the closest like, thing would be like we call each other way a way a way which is like a fool more likely okay okay yeah. so it's not you don't you guys don't really have a true n-word equivalent where it's like you can call each other it but it's but nobody else can call you that not that i'm not that i've heard particularly that's very like, specific to the n-word you know like, like, we I, can call like, each other I, but I, nobody you can't call me that i'll beat you up yeah no but right like i've been so. in situations where like i've gotten into like arguments with somebody and like they call me a wetback i'm like i'm like but so are you and right, I'm like, right it doesn't well, make a mexican any sense. person will, yeah. will call you that and i'm like hmm. but so are you i'm like we're both like here illegally <laughs> yeah, at one point yeah it's the uh the kettle calling the, the it's the kettle calling the pot black pot, pot calling the kettle black I, I don't know something i don't even know my own language um that's really interesting, though. Okay, so you guys don't really have an N-word. But what about this? Jonathan asked, I had a boss telling me about growing up in Mexico and eating cactus regularly. Is that actually a thing? It is, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. Nopal, they're really good. Yeah. One of my favorite fruit of all time is a prickly cactus pear fruit. I, yeah, I have a, a, a Nopalas cactus in my backyard. Yeah. My, my, like two weeks ago, my gardener and I were talking. He was like just talking to me for like 30 minutes telling me, how to eat the cactus in my backyard. Yeah. He was like, cut it up, barbecue it, like cut you it open, it like grill meat. it on both sides. And I was like, that thing's been there the whole time and I, you, I'm just finding out now that I can eat it. And he's like, oh yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's really good. And especially like you season it right. It's like, if, you know, there's a lot of, if you're a vegetarian, it's a great vegetarian option right, right, for right. substitute for me. Yeah. Um, I love it. I grew up like as a kid watching my grandma take this, you know, the spines off of it. And yeah, it yeah. tastes really good. But that's just specific cactuses you can eat and other ones you should probably not eat. So just don't They're, universally check Google check yourself it, yeah. before you wreck yourself. Um, what about this? Th these are really quick, just... It, I'm calling this part of the segment. It's still the same segment, but it's, I'm calling it this or that. So just first thing that comes to your mind. Cholula, Tapatio, or Valentina? I gotta say Tapatio on that one. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Tapatio. All right, next. Chilango or not Chilango? Chilango. What is Chilango? I'm not sure exactly, but like I know I've heard it. It's just, it, I feel like it's a food or something, but like or it's somewhere. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Okay. But it sounds like something I should agree with. Yeah. We I, might have to Google it. 
I mean, if Chilango. you are Mexican, I feel like going with the Chilongo. No, that's that's such Chicago. <laughs> like, I feel like I should say yes. Uh, Mexican slang for natives of Mexico City. Oh. Why do they call them Chilongos? That What's an expression Chilongo initially referred to people from the provinces who migrated to Mexico City. So maybe he's asking, are you from Mexico City? I'm not from Mexico. I'm from like a more rural area. So you're not a Chilongo. I think no. that's what they call natives of Mexico City. Got it. Got like it. I would Got be it. like closer, like more. Oh, actually, you know what? I just remembered something. Talking about like the kind of like the N word. You know the word Cholo? Yeah. It was kind of like a derogatory term by put on by the Spaniards onto like Latin Americans. Because it's it's a dog. Oh. The Sholo dog? Yeah. The hairless Mexican dog? Gotcha. So, I mean, that would be an equivalent, right. maybe. But do you, you guys will still, will you guys call each other Cholos? Like, What's up, Cholo? I grew up with, like, Cholos, like, in, like, that guy's a Cholo. Like, it was a bad thing because they were, like, gangsters. Oh, okay, okay. But, like, it goes back to, like, the history of, like, when the Spaniards would call right. each other. And called, like, Mexicans, like, they call them Cholos because they were like, oh, you're a dog. Do you think Mexican gangsters call each other Cholos as a, they, as a like, way to, like, it. As, as a way to be yeah. like, you know, like when, when black guys say like, oh, he's a gangster or he's a G, right? It's almost like uh, it's street cred. Is it similar to that? Like you get street cred for being called a cholo if you're in a gang? Probably. A like, like when I grew up in the 90s, like around like the cholo culture and stuff like that, yeah, like yeah, yeah. people who were cholos, like they had like a reputation. Right, right, right. So he's a real cholo. Yeah. Like this guy's a real cholo. Like you could dress like a cholo, but like to actually be a cholo was like an actual thing. Cause like gotcha. there was the criminal aspect of it and right, growing right. up and all that. You had stuff. to earn that title a little yeah. bit. I see. All right, Corona Modelo Pacifico. I already know your answer to this one, but just for the people, Modelo. Modelo. Yeah. Um, El jefe asks, "Brilla tacos or al pastor tacos?" That's, this is tough. That's, that's, a, that's a, and you know, El jefe is Mexican, I would assume. Yeah. El jefe is the boss. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know El jefe. Yeah, he's, oh, okay. he's a good guy. Oh, one of your moderators, right? Uh, he's not a moderator, but I've I've met him at like meetups and stuff like oh, that. Okay. Um, so he's I think he's Mexican, but that's that that's a question a Mexican would ask, right? Because they know. You, that pulls so on your heartstrings. You, I, you're, there's a fork where, in your from heart. From where I grew up. Where do you go? From where I grew up, we had both. But I've always gone towards Al Pastor. Me too. Because it just tastes like it tastes really good. But birria yeah. is really good too. It's so good. I, They're I, both really good. You know what? You know what the tiebreaker is for me is that birria tacos are just messier. So I I, I don't I, I go with the cleaner. It, but it's <laughs> it's the sauce is like it's like it's our version of French, French dip. French dip. It's a yeah. French dip. Yeah, yeah. Which I love French dip, but I, I have a weird I'm I'm weird. I just like if it's messy, I'm like. Ugh, but if you don't have the consomme, that's what makes it for me too. If you don't have the consomme, then it's just the. Yeah, and it's you not, have but with dip. al pastor, it's it's, it's without said the French and done. dip, you know, au jus or whatever. It's just a roast beef sandwich. Yeah, you know, it's not the same. But al pastor, my God, like that's I think that's the number one reason I want to go to Mexico. So yeah, maybe. but then it comes down then when you come to birria, it's like okay, is it a goat or is it beef? Right, right, right. Because there's two different. Oh, I don't think I've ever had the goat. No, nah. I'll take you. Okay, goat. I I prefer goat. Do they have uh, Do they have like tacos and stuff? They have to have like them at the rodeos. Oh yeah, where I'm taking you, they have everything. Speaking gonna... of speaking of rodeos, I've got some. I, I pulled up some uh, rodeo TikToks okay. that I want to that I want to show you. Mm. I wasn't sure if I wanted to go to a rodeo, even when you invited me back then. But after Honestly, seeing these, I definitely want to go. I sent you videos. I definitely oh, want to yeah. go. But this is this like there's some good shit here. This is what I would be doing if I hadn't moved to the U.S. I hope not. Oh no! Yeah, you'll see that. And and I also just love how how quickly they are to like rope the the cow up. Like the yeah. accuracy on that is insane. It's a bull. Oh, the bull. The bull. Sorry, yeah. that's right. A cow wouldn't be very very entertaining. No. Um. But dude, just launched him. Dude, just launched him. Oh yeah. No, you'll see that all the time. The power of these these bulls. Um. 
I've sent you videos and I was like, it's unreal. It was like, a, especially with like the horse riding. Oh yeah, he got knocked out. Did you see that though? Did you see? Like he got. That's why he Look at this helmet. shit. Look at this shit. Look, look at his head. Boom. Yeah. Like how many metric tons of force just went on his head right there? No, yeah, dude. You'll see these guys. They'll have like steel plates and Bro. screws everywhere. Dude, how many pounds is that thing? The thing is tons of pounds just all on his head. The striking force. Boom. Yeah, no, the bullet weighed like fifteen hundred pounds. He's only getting up because of pure adrenaline. This dude has a concussion no. immediately. He's been hit more than once. Oh That's my. why he's got the helmet. Oh my god! Like, because he rode one once and he wasn't wearing the helmet. What about? Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me go this up. This yeah. dude. Yeah, ride's not over. Dude, he's just spinning oh, on yeah. it. These guys are insane. But they do it in the. A lot of them are, they love it, man. They're like, I can't do anything else. That's probably what I would be doing if I hadn't moved to the U.S. Just for the, the thrill. Realistically, how long can you do that before you either die or before you, like, you're spot? Because I feel like with, like, a football player, you know, they, they play for, you know, 5, 10, 15 years. And then over that time, they get herniated discs and they get, you know, like, scoliosis. But I feel like with these guys, they, they have all the same problems within the first eight seconds of riding a bull. No, yeah. I mean, they're it, not doing just, this for a long period of time. I can't imagine. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm 46 years old. I've been, been doing this for 20 years. No. What, what do you call them? What do you call the rodeo dudes? Um, what are they called? Someone who does rodeo, like who rides the bulls. Bull rider? I, I don't know how to say it in Spanish, but I would imagine there's a Like the, the lifespan of, a, of someone, like that career must be really short. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, in Texas, like they're like, they're pro athletes in Texas. Like you go to That's Texas, like they have them every weekend. There's guys who are like sponsored by like Monster, Honda, you know, stuff like that. Right. And they're making like tons of money. For that, and for and the they're, week and, that they're alive. Yeah. Yeah. And they're riding like, you know, eight to 11 seconds on a bull. Like they have whole God. things in Texas. They still great. Like over here in LA, we still have a little bit of it, but it's not as competitive as it is. In I Texas. mean, when you think about like the amount of money, like the dollars per second that those guys are making oh, yeah. compared to like a, an NBA player, it, they must be the highest grossing like sport per second like how much money per second you're getting because you're, you're like you said you're on that bull for five seconds and yeah, you probably like made second for second that was yeah. you know whatever no i don't know how some much of them make, some of them make like a couple hundred bucks yeah some of them won't even make anything really it's like maybe they'll just like get like they'll be hired to put on a show damn that's just not for much. the event wow so they're just doing it for the love of the game they're yeah. really doing it just for the joy of or the thrill almost dying this looks fun i mean to watch not to participate oh, yeah. in no, and the clowns that do this kind of stuff, like they'll have the clowns who like will distract the bulls when someone falls. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They're, the, I think they're the tougher ones because they'll be the seasoned right. people who have been doing it. For Dude, look at years. how just easily that that bull moved that whole gate, just like it, like it's yeah, made it's of toothpicks, like it's like the the fence. Dude, they're strong. Just the way that he's just clobbering things. How are these guys not shooting? Look at this! Look at this! This is so crazy. Stare down. Yeah, dude, no. Now no way. Th there's no one. Way. There's one that I've seen at rodeos where they'll get like a poker table, put like a couple chairs around it, and just get people from the audience to be like, "All right, last person sitting wins." What? And they'll like get a prize. Like that's something I always want to do. You gotta sit. You gotta sit yeah. the whole time. And they'll release, and a, bowl release a bowl and just. It's awesome. I'll send you a video of it later. It's dude, like that reminds me of uh, one of the one of the talks in here. Let me see if we if this. No, no. So this is this is. I guess trick riding. Yeah. This is, I think, 
this is like what white people turned it into. No, Mexicans do that too. Mexicans do this too? Yeah. That lady looks hella white. That looks like Barbie. The the one that's like one of my favorite ones is like uh, they'll release a horse and then it's like a lasso competition. The guy will lasso the horse, wrap it around the his um saddle. Yeah. And you see just smoke. He's wearing a, like a leather glove and the horse is pulling the rope so hard it's making this giant plume of smoke. Oh my god. And it's like if you if you grab it wrong, like it'll deglove you. How do we make uh, the sport fun. even more death defying? This looks fun. I saw oh, this. I've seen this one. Yeah. This is like bull bull soccer. Oh, okay. I saw the other one where the guy gets hit and he gets launched forty feet back. That might that one might have been faked. Yeah, no, it was. This, but these look real. These look like real hits. Yeah, no, those are real. I would do that. I think I would do this. No, if I'd... I was if I was really drunk, I would probably do this. No, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. I would never do this. Look up a horse lasso competition. Horse lasso competition. Yeah. All right, hold on. There's, there's one more here. There's one more here, and then we'll do that one. Which one is this? Okay, look. This is like slow mo. Oh. Why is this bull worth twenty five million dollars? God mode is is the bull's name. First of all, massive creature. And. Just look at how much, it's just pure muscle. It's just tons. Oh yeah, dude. Several dude. tons of pure muscle flying through the air. Like the amount of, look at that shit. It's like five feet in the air. Like a blue whale is impressive just based on its sheer mass, but like that's in the water. Like this thing is hurling in midair at your face. Just imagine if one of those hooves just landed on your chest. It would just go through your whole body. Oh, it would no. skewer you there, like a fucking lamb kebab. There are videos of like the bulls coming down and like caving in a guy's chest. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm actually surprised that that doesn't happen, that I don't see more videos of that, of just the, the, the bull landing straight on them and going just like skewering them. You know how like in the US you'll get people on Facebook and like they'll post a video like, oh, I can't believe LeBron missed that layup and stuff like that. They're talking like, oh, I could yeah. I could do that, no problem. Or oh, like, yeah. I can't believe Tom Brady missed that pass. Right, if right, I was right. playing, I would have. Mexicans do the same thing when they see like, oh, see. he only lasted three seconds on the ball. I could have done yeah, all right, right, right. Oh, he, he fell off. Oh, he yep. got he got stepped on a little bit and he's laid yep. there. No, oh, I yeah. Could, they do the same thing. It's so, it's so easy. It's so easy. It looks so easy. Like, it looks so easy. That's that's the thing when when somebody makes something look that easy like when you see like the Olympics and they're ice skating and they just make it look so easy like it actually took them thousands of hours to make it look that easy to the point where you go I could do that yeah. like you're delusional you could never do that like they they could never do uh, remember that show uh, Joe's versus Pros no no it was like a show on Spike it was like. Old, like they get online trolls be like oh i could have uh -huh. done that and they put them up against pro athletes <laughs> that's awesome like there's like yeah. a joe versus pro like put their money one, where their mouth is and they could like the joe's like hardly ever yeah they get destroyed oh, that's good they i would love yeah. to see that with bull riding yeah just the just the oh my god yeah dude there'd be so many deaths it'd be so funny waivers what did you want me to sh look uh, up uh horse lasso horse horse lasso competition Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, so that's from another... Oh, my God. I didn't even see the horse. No. He just ran so fast. So he lassoed him he, at like 100 miles an hour. This horse is bolting. And then he's got to hold on to it. And he's got to let the entire rope through his hand. Oh, my God. And go, go back to the to the browser. Oh there was another one. You'll see it. God. The one on the right. All the way on this the This right. one? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen this one. 
Wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's just the smoke coming from the rope going through his glove? That and the friction of it on the saddle. And the friction on the, all on the saddle. Yeah. Dude, that, that has to, like... When that goes wrong, that goes like, really wrong. It's a one-time use glove. Yeah, no. If you, if you, so if with the other hand, he's holding on to the excess. And if he gets it wrong, if his finger gets caught in it, it'll rip off it's gone. Like the, the meat. It'll deglove it. Ooh, or just, like, or if, his, if the glove's too bone. worn out, yeah. They'll, yeah, it'll just rip a hole through his hand. Some raw al pastor right yeah, there. No. God dang, bro. That's, that's a whole lot of nope from me. So, yeah, we should go to a rodeo, though. We should go to a I'm rodeo. It'd be really I, fun. I texted you when I was there last time, and I was like wearing the wrong shoes. I didn't. Yeah. Wear, I just wear them with my Jordans. Uh, it was like a last minute thing. My mom was like, "Come over," and I was like, right. "Okay." Do you think? Do you think I could pass for for Mexican if I was there? Do you think people would like speak to me in Spanish? Maybe like confuse me for for being Mexican, or do I clearly look like I'm not? No. It, Maybe mixed. I mean, I look mixed. Everyone confused me for Filipino, really? but like it's never been an issue. Like yeah, when yeah. I went there, I was just like. I was drinking. I started dancing with some like random chicks and stuff right, like right. that, and it was like nobody had a problem with it. it I always just fun. feel like when people, because like people in LA will, I'll be at like Seven Eleven. They'll like a guy will start speaking to me in Spanish, and I always just feel like they're disappointed in me when I tell them that I, I don't speak it. No, I mean, even yeah. in that, I just say there's a lot of kids who are of Mexican descent, Mexican Americans who don't speak Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call them no sabo kids. Yeah, like it's, right. it's 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 very common. But like you know, if you're there and you're having fun, people aren't gonna say anything. I just don't want to let anyone down, you know. No. It's, 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 no one's going to be looking at you. People are so busy, like, like, you know, Mexicans, like, stay, like, you know, we're too busy doing our own thing to worry about somebody else. Okay. All right. I feel good about that. How do you feel about this? Oh, no. <laughs> She's, uh, yeah, dumb ways to die for sure. Wait, hold on. I think there's audio. Hold on. If I can get my shit together. Yeah, no. That's a great way to get your spine Bro. fused surgically. Do you think she lived? Do you think she's alive? Do you think that's like a life ender right there? Like that horse is on her, like it no. rolled on her body, rolled over her. I mean, it's like getting it, run over by a car. If it's like quick, I I would hope that it was just like, Ooh. oh yeah, Ooh. no. You could see her body like spring she, up. There's a chance she might be all right. I would, I would, if that, that was me, I'd hope I was dead right there. I'd be like, don't. Don't keep me conscious for this. If her legs are still around the saddle, she might have like dislocated something. Oh no, yeah. no, she definitely broke something in the hips. Because like, if you if you look at her right foot, yeah, it's still in the saddle. Yeah, it's still like oh. in the str in the struts. Oh no, no, no. No, yeah, something. Okay. Something's not moving how like it used to. I would she, love to see that in person though. So we should definitely go. Well, the one I go to, they do the bull riding. They don't have like competitions like that. Depends on when we go. Right, 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 right. But like the one I want to go to is like for my birthday. So my birthday is on September 15th, which okay. is the day before Mexican Independence Day. Yeah. So my birthdays are usually like the Mexicans are over celebrating hard and it's not because of me, but I like to think it's because of me. Whoa. So it's like being, it's like a, a white guy being born on Christmas. It's like a white or, guy or being born on uh, 4th of New July. Year's or 4th of July. Yeah. There's always a party. Yeah. There's always a party. And so then like, everyone's just trying to get you plastered probably. Everyone's well, like, get I've him drunk. I've never, like, done to, like, celebrate my birthday too much. Like, oh, I've always okay. been, like, real chill and stuff like that. I used to just, like, stay home. But, like, this right. year. But I would imagine they'd want to celebrate your birthday. Like, fucking get this guy controlled. Yeah, that's what I want to do this year. Shots. Like, I want us, like, I want to go to, like, Pico Rivera yeah. where, like, and just get turned up. I want to see you in boots. Yeah, yeah, I want to see you in a hat. Yeah, yeah. Don't care if you want to buy them. I'll pay for them. I just right. need you in them. No, I'll, I'll get my this, own. this I'll isn't the place to be wearing shoes. I messed up my Jordans last time I was there. But I didn't plan on going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's like the the rave we went to. You don't wear your good shoes there, because they no, just get yeah, they get they chewed the trash, up. They yeah. get chewed up instantly in a couple hours. Oh yeah, I'm down, man. I'm it's down. It's gonna be fun, dude. 
Like, Mexican I'm going to get us a table and stuff like that, and we're going to, like, hello. VIP access. It'll be sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, I'm stoked. Like, like what I like about it is, like, they come out, they're like, they give you, like, a six-pack of beer. Like, oh, how much do you want? Six-pack? Here you go. Damn. And just take it with you. There's no just, limits. There's no limit on drinking. The limit is your just how much cash or your debit card. Your liver. Damn. All right, I'm down. That sounds super fun, man. Is it... Is it, it's in the middle. Do they ever do like night rodeos or is it so, usually No, it's like it'll start depending on the show and stuff like that. So the one I went to was like a bunch of really good Mexican artists and stuff like that. Yeah. It was like a great lineup. Um, they'll start three o'clock and it'll end at 12. Are they? Are these guys actually competing or are they just doing it for fun? Like, uh, sometimes they have like competitions. So like the ones that we're going to, it's like it's just a show. It's mm. just show. There's no competition and stuff right, like right, that. Right. But then there's going to be live music after because we're celebrating, you know, Mexican Independence Day. Yeah. But it's like around my birthday. It's the same weekend. Right, right, right. So it'll be sick. That'd be sick. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, because it lands on a Saturday. Yeah. So people are going to get like, they're going to get trashed. Yeah. And then the, the only thing I'm going to say about these places yeah. is like, stay away from the guy who is aggressive because they'll be drunk people just start fighting okay i was gonna yeah. that's that was my next question yeah. is like do fights break out all the time oh yeah all the time because everyone's drunk La- everyone's like partying yeah last time i was there there was two brothers who were beating the shit out of each other it's probably and family like, and I, just, time, huh? I, I don't know what it was but i just grabbed one guy from the shirt i'm like hey i said in spanish i'm like hey calm down yeah let's have a beer yeah yeah, yeah. and i just gave him one of my beers and we just started drinking together <laughs> so you he's know like, what solves all this more alcohol yeah no and the, <laughs> he was like you don't get it man like he did this i'm like bro who cares we're drinking yeah yeah, yeah right like who cares live in the moment bro and and then like, like 10 minutes bridge. later, it's his, like his uh, brother comes back. He's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, have a beer. Yeah. And I just have, started drinking with some random dudes. That's great. And then my mom was like, were you in that fight? I'm like, I broke it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My mom was like, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, I was just giving him beer. Yeah. On that note, you also have a very interesting life outside of just being a Mexican person. I didn't want that to be the, 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 the total thing that this whole episode revolves around. But there's also something very interesting about you that um, you're you're in the swinging life, the swinging poly life, or, or if that's what you would call it. Well, okay, so I'm in what the it's the lifestyle, it's like the broad term for it. The lifestyle. Yeah, the lifestyle. I am an experienced swinger. I am polyamorous, and I'm also into kink. Okay. It's like there's like a few different things. So what is the difference between swinging and polyamorous? Uh, swinging is just like just sleeping with random people and stuff like that. It's just sex and stuff like. Polyamory is like. I can sustain relationships with different people, like have multiple partners. SOs, multiple SOs at yeah. the same time. Yeah, people that I care about on an emotional, not just the physical level. So swinging is more of the physical. Like you, you can be in a relationship and still swing. You can still have, have sex with other people yeah. that aren't your partner. So like you could be in a monogamous relationship where you and your partner are exclusive. You don't date anyone else. Yeah. But you go to a swinger club and hook up with different people right. at the same time or physical. separately. And exactly. it's just physical. Right. But, but Polly is like, you could have two girlfriends. You could have, you know, yeah. they might have three boyfriends, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And it's more of like, and you, you hang out, you go on dates. It's not just physical. There's an emotional connection. There, well, the, there could be some part of the polymer where it's just physical itself. Oh, okay. Like you could have just a friend with benefit. I see. Or you could be like, in my in my aspect, I have with my polyamory, I have partners that I date. Right. I have partners that I just do kink with. I and see. there are partners who I just sleep with. So if you have a, you're in a monogamous relationship, but then there's this other person that you, you kind of are friends with benefits. Is that sort of like a gray area between swinging and polyamorous? There's no, sort of in, in, a weird from, in between. I'm still new to it, but there's no like defining line. You mm-hmm. don't like some people like it's a spectrum. Yeah. It's a spectrum. Gotcha. Gotcha. There's no like, now you've made a decision. You're right. are no longer in this category. Right, right, right. It's a flowing kind of thing. How do you, how did you get started with that? That the lifestyle? How did that all begin? Um, well, 
my ex told me she wanted to experience uh, uh, she was bi curious. Okay. So I was like, okay, interesting. We started ex- talking about it. We, she tells me March. No, she tells me February 2020. We started reading, talking, watching videos, spent an entire year discussing things. And by curious, she means like she's kind of interested. Maybe like she wants to try hooking up with a girl. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So I was like, okay. And what guy's going to say no to that? Well, actually, a lot of guys say no. <laughs> sure, a lot would, a but lot, yeah, a, lot, no. a lot wouldn't as well. And I was like, okay, we looked into it. And when you're in a monogamous relationship looking for a single female to hook up with, yeah. the f- single female is known as a unicorn because they're really hard to find. Oh. So we were trying to find a unicorn yeah. and it got a little more difficult. We tried online apps and then we started dipping into the swinging clubs, but we were yeah. like, okay, swing clubs. Now it's exchanging partners. Right. And then we started dipping into that. It, we had a good experience. With and a couple or just a, a girl? No, girl. well, both. Oh, with both. We yeah. both had great experiences with it. And then, um, that shortly after her and I separated, I kind of took a pause and stuff like that on doing anything. Yeah. Which the funny part is like our relationship, our breakup had nothing to do with the swinging life. Or That's what I was going to ask. Like once you guys started doing swinging and, and polyamorous stuff, how did that affect your relationship and your sex life between the two of you? So did it help? When, did it when, hurt? Pe- when people are going to dip into this kind of thing with a partner, you both need to have a solid relationship. For sure. So our relationship fell apart for something completely different, nothing to do with this. It actually made our sex life way better. It had, you know, after 16 years with somebody, there's a little bit of dull, not as a, you know, and you find new ways to make, find excitement. Yeah. So when we started swinging, it, it reamped our sex life. Even, even the year that we had spent, not even hooking up with anyone, we had spent an entire year before we did anything. Right. It like the conversations made our sex life better. We were talking like, you're probably just like amped up like all the time. You're like just way hornier, like just the thought of it, you know, it's like yeah. it's something new and exciting kind of adds that, 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 you know, that spice back into your relationship. Yeah. And it was great. And it was like, you know, it was nice. Like, Hey, we were going to strip clubs together and, you know, right, watching right, right. your partner get a lap dance from another girl. Yeah. There's something exciting about it. Ooh, ooh, question, question for you. Yeah. Is it hotter to have two girls on you or to watch your SO get double teamed by you and another guy so two girls one guy or one guy two girls it depends which, which, on the, what's the, better depends depends on what your vibe is there are some guys do you have who, a preference like if you could only do one I, I i like two girls two girls man that's a lot of pressure it dude. is a lot of pressure i, can, I can't even satisfy one girl you no, know it's, let it's, alone double that it's a lot of pressure that's twice the disappointment no and that's it, so much disappointment it's not easy it, it's it's stressful but you know what Dad. what i've learned is like that's the reason I've kind of started dipping into more like less swinging, more polyamory. Okay. Is because if I build a relationship with somebody before any sexual activity, yeah, I feel more relaxed. I feel more more into it. Right. Imagine you go on a date with the first with, for the girl for the first time. Yeah. And it ends up with you, you guys hooking up. Yeah. Now you have like now I'm nervous. I want to you know I don't want to disappoint. I don't want to like I want to give a good performance. Right. It kind of sets the bar really high yeah. right from the get go. It's a lot of pressure. But it's like if weird. you get to know somebody slowly build up to it now it's like now there's more excitement there's more comfort right you're not so nervous about right right it. you kind of like know that person a bit more by the time you actually do something physical so it's less scary you yeah. know what i mean it's like there's there's a bit more trust involved a bit like oh i kind of know this person you know i know they're not gonna fuck me over i'm not gonna fuck them over there's a bit more trust i think yeah and but that's on my that's my experience with it so there are a lot of people sure. who are just and especially with like swinging couples and stuff like that, where they just want the random hookups. They don't want any connection whatsoever with the people or the girl or whatever. Right, right, right. And that's, but it, it's a spectrum. But you know what's interesting is like, you really blew my mind when you told me like that 
this community just thrives and exists in LA. And like, you can go to these meetups, you can go to sex parties that these are happening in right here in LA, like every week. Oh yeah. Every single week. There's people just like orgies. There's like, right. There's everywhere. Yeah. Every, every week. We're in a massive city. Yeah. There's a lot of people it's summer. Yeah. So there's a lot of things going on. There's pool parties going on. Sure. Sure. There's, random gang bangs and all that stuff. See, that's but, insane though, because like these are all, this is all shit that you either see on Pornhub, right? On uh, on porn, in porn or in like movies. The fact that it's like happening down the street, it's happening in downtown LA, like tonight probably there's no. shit going down. And it's all, it's just like, struc- it's all structured and organized. Well, if, if like, like the people who keep hosting certain events, yeah, like you can find them online. There's a lot of easy websites. Um, the one that I primarily use is one called FetLife. FetLife. Okay. Yeah. And it, so is, is there a bunch of like these like smaller companies like that, that, that organize these, or is it just, is it a, a few large ones that run everything? Uh, How is it structured? A lot of ways. There are some people who host individual parties or people who like own clubs. Okay. Um, there are people who their organizations, um, like field is an app used for, um, you know, pe- couples or singles looking to find kinky or swingers and stuff like that they have started hosting their own parties and events and stuff like that. Yeah. What's, what's it like? Walk me through like a, a typical club. I know they range a lot, but you walk in, I think you had told me this a while back that there's like some that you go into and there's multiple rooms with like the doors closed and like maybe a window that you could see into what's happening in each room. Yeah. And in one, you might see just a single couple fucking. maybe another one you see like three guys and one girl and another one you see three girls and one guy or maybe another one you see two gay guys. So is it, is it kind of like I mean, that where it's just pretty like, much has explained it. Yeah. Those, that would be one of the swinger clubs I've gone to. It's like to. you're at a zoo. It's almost like you're yeah. a zoo and there's like, Oh, there's these animals doing this and there's these guys doing that. Yeah. And, and, and can you just walk in and participate? So How does there's, that work? There's like etiquette. Etiquette. Okay. Yeah. So there's like some ground rules for a lot of clubs. A lot of them are, it's like the, the main rule is always ask. Anything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Can yeah. I watch? That's, can I join? That's a good, that's a good rule for something. You always like that. have to ask. Sure. Don't assume there's consent. Right. Assume there's never consent until you get actual confirmation. Like a verbal yes. Yeah, verbal. Like, yes. It has to be like, un, it can't be like, mm-hmm. it has to be like, yes. Okay. That's, it has to that's be really like, good. That's it has really to be good. like, yeah, you want consent. It's and, not and, like and you're, I, it's not like you're rubbing up against someone and you're just, you know, like, like, like when you're on a date with someone, maybe you should actually get the verbal consent on a date but usually it's like one thing leads to another you know you put uh, your hand on their leg and and you see if they they put a hand back and that's usually like consent enough for some people will say yeah but this is like explicit like you you need need explicit verbal consent for anything yeah like the like a lot of these clubs a lot of them won't let you in without what we call memberships you have to like read a whole do you have a card disclaimer. Do you have like a sex no, card yeah, i do really for a couple of them that's yeah. cool and you, you like scan it when you go into the... I, they you show them they have an id picture or stuff like that pull it out of your crotch or something i keep it in my wallet no, that's cool yeah. it'd be kind of uncomfortable <laughs> there put it in your but coin no purse. like yeah a lot of them have these legal disclaimers and one of the ground rules is all all of them have is you have to ask permission wow so like the swinging the one you're talking about like you have all the rooms and stuff like that yeah that one's the one i described to you that one is uh it was club joy yeah it's a swinging club they have a, a basement area where they kind of do that like they have an upstairs club and a downstairs basement where they have hookups right um there are rooms that do have doors that lock and that have windows you can view from okay if you're going to go into that room with somebody you have to assume somebody's going to look through it right but you can lock it okay if you leave it unlocked you're now you know people, allowing that allowing people to like door peer open. in yeah like people just like stand by the door and just like watch people hook up do and do then, do a lot of people just go there to watch where they're like they're not oh, yeah. doing anything they're There's just a, they're just yeah. cucking they're just cucking and stuff yeah, yeah voyeurs yeah, yeah yeah they like to just watch or be watched and stuff like that right there's you have to pick where you're gonna play 
Like some of the rooms, sure. like the the it has a main room where it has like three beds put together, and people just like have like a giant hookup. Damn. But they're out in an open space. You can't assume you're going to be private in that space. Right. But you what's know, the biggest orgy you've seen? Anything? Anything huge? Uh, I mean, I've been to like the at the swinger club where like I saw like ten people on one bed, but Damn. it was like that massive bed. It's like three or four beds oh, that's still together. 10 people yeah and like a good a fair mix of girls and guys yeah and that sort well, of thing like so you also have to find like certain clubs like it's it's a little harder for the single males to go to them right, right, right. because a lot of them are like couples only yeah, yeah because yeah. like they want to weed out all the creepy guys yeah it's or the people are just watching they want also want people to be participants uh, okay because it'd be pretty boring if it was a club of people just sitting there watching two people right which course. i've seen yeah i've been to a club where like i went with somebody we were doing our own thing and then like out of nowhere there's like 10 people just watching us uh, and it was uncomfortable yeah that's a little weird that's a little weird when you've got like a full audience you're like i didn't want an auditorium but there are people who do enjoy it there's i'm a, sure there's yeah. one where i went to that same club where like one girl she was just like anyone or everyone could just come and just rail her wow and she was welcoming just an open bed. door yeah revolving door just but it's totally fine with it but as long as she's consenting to it and, and she probably enjoyed it, the attention too of like it, people yeah. watching like she got off on that that was yeah. a kink of hers a friend of mine a, a friend of mine has taken his girlfriend to these clubs and she'll they'll he will organize six seven eight guys to come in just hook up with her yeah and that's their thing right and it's you know it's it's fun to watch. It's fun to participate. What about like the the safety thing? Like, do do they always wear condoms? You have to show like test results, all that shit. Like, how does that work? That's where you every person has to navigate like safety on their own direction. Ah, okay. So okay. a lot of it's these not clubs, a requirement. it's well, a lot of these clubs like they don't require you to show you know documentation, but you should. It's, right. You know, safety rule is always bring your own condoms and stuff like that. Yeah. Assume that you're always checking if you're wearing it or they're wearing it. Don't assume they're just. You know, are you? They put it in and you're wearing one. No, you right. want to make sure that they are. But like, if you're playing, like, I don't really do those kind of random hookups. Like, I do like you know stuff with other people, and I you get tested regularly. Right. I don't go out or hang or hook up with anyone that isn't regularly tested. Gotcha. So like me, yeah. I get tested every three months, which is standard, like right, a normal right, right. thing. So you can go. You can just. I'm sure some people raw dog it too. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of people raw dog. So it's like choose your own. Partner. risk assessment yeah. and, and you choose your own adventure type of thing however however bold you want to be or or safe you want to play it um it's it's up to you the choice is yours no you have gonna... to be responsible for yourself but you also have to be like you know cautious of other people because like right like you don't know of the person you're meeting tonight like it's like the same thing going to a club you know i'm going to a to tonight to hollywood mm -hmm. do some drinks do some dancing i meet a random girl right am i gonna just assume she's clean yeah and I don't do that anymore. So I'm just not like, in okay. LA. Yeah. No. So like now with like my swing, not the swinging, but like the poly life and stuff like when I meet new partners, I'm like, before things get sexual, mm -hmm. I'm like, Hey, just want to know, like, I want to have the discussion right, right, right. because I don't want to catch anything. Of course. I'm like, I'm like, here's my, here's my phone here. They have, I'm showing the login to my health yeah, like, yeah, portal. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, here's my test results. And if they don't have recent ones, I don't feel comfortable. That's fair. To 100%. a certain point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I'll do some stuff, but like. I'm like, oh, when's the last time you were tested? And it's an adult conversation. It's in a difficult adult conversation. Right, right. But like, if you're going to be messing around in this lifestyle, I don't want to catch anything. And then, like, the other things, people can take precautionary steps. Right. Condoms, dental, damp, the... Sure, the sure, sure. Oral. Yeah. And then there's another one that I take. It's called PrEP. Uh-huh. It's a medication that you can take daily. Yeah. To help you, like, if for, for whatever reason I'm exposed to the HIV, uh -huh. this drug, after if I consistently take it for 28 days... It'll prevent or help lessen the chances I'll catch it. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. What? That's but wild. I take it daily, is and that, that's why is I, that a new thing? It's been around for a while, Holy but crap. it's it's something that I've been taking. It's a lifesaver for a while now, yeah. and it's uh, 
That's why I get tested every three months. Yeah, that's fair. Because you, for this medication, to get it prescribed, you have to be negative for HIV. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, someone like you who is like a seasoned swinger, polyamorous person who who has lived, you are a part of the lifestyle. Would you ever like? Is that a requirement when you when you're dating? Like, they have to also be in that lifestyle or be open to it, or or not? Well, okay, so I'm not like crazy season. I like the swinging thing, couple of years. Sure. The poly life, probably those last year since my separation. Yeah. But the, uh, like, when I meet somebody new, I'm going to tell them up front, I am poly. Right. My dating profiles, I'm not dating anymore, like the apps I'm done with. Right, right. But, like, it says right there, polyamorous. So there's no surprise. I'd let them know, hey, yeah. I'm seeing other people. Right. I am active with other people. If they're not comfortable with it, I'm not going to twist their arm, hold them up against right. anything. Right. Because if you start lying to somebody, then you're just painting yourself into a corner. Like you lied. You didn't tell me you were dating other people. Sure. What and do you think? What do you think you would do if you met someone? You started dating someone who was totally down. Maybe they were also in the polyamorous lifestyle like yourself. And then somewhere down the line, they have a change of heart and they go, you know, what? I want us to be monogamous. What do you do? Like, are you like hell no, or would you consider it if they were like a ten in every other metric? Well, that happened to me. Oh yeah. That happened to me. Um, uh, a couple months ago, something like that. Yeah. I was dating somebody. First person I ever went out with after my separation. Yeah. Things were really good. I made it clear. This is where I'm at. This is how I feel. I'm poly. I'm exploring. Yeah. I'm not looking for monogamy and all that stuff. Yeah. A couple months down the line, she was like, hey, you know, I really, really like you. I don't like that you're going out with other people. You know, I want to be monogamous. And I told her, I told you from the beginning, I don't, I don't see myself as monogamous anymore, especially not now. And she was like, well, it's me or it's monogamy or it's polyamory. And like, you, you can ultimatum, have me. The ultimatum. Less, yeah. And I told him like, I'm not looking for someone to change me. Yeah. Or tell me what to do. I just, you know, so like, if it's not, if, like, if, go. like, yeah, if it's not going to work out, I'm not going to have someone force me to choose. Do, do you see yourself ever changing that for someone? Like, do you ever think, do you, are you aware of the possibility that someone might come along that would convince you? To, to, to be monogamous I'm, or do, are you like till the day you die that, that's just that's I'm not, just who I'm, you are I'm not against it you're not against it it could it, be right. like that one very special person but it's not at the moment yeah yeah for sure I'm not against it but I'm not like it's not happening at the moment yeah exactly unless yeah. like I meet that you know I could on the way back to my truck right now bump into literally my soulmate and it does change sure you know I'm, I'm right. going at this with an open mind yeah 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 but right now it's like you're you're having fun, you're enjoying your life, and and this is this is what makes the most sense for you right now. Yeah, cool. What about uh, question? Do they do they do a bunch of drugs? Do you guys do a bunch of drugs when when you're like some some people do? Yeah, do they? like like depends on your partner. You yeah, know, stuff like that. What's the best? What's the what's the the, the bees knees drug for for these sex parties? Well, is it cocaine? Like what what's what's everyone after? Is it Molly? Well, you know me. I'm not like heavy into the drugs. Well, yeah, no, I'm not like asking so, you. No, no, but no, just no. Like, I know, but like, so a lot of these parties, of like, I've the, normally the ones I see is like liquor. There's always sure. I've seen a lot of cocaine, Molly, mushrooms. Bro. Viagra goes around a lot. Oh Vialis. yeah, Alice. See, see, Viagra. I feel like w w makes perfect sense. But like liquor, maybe for the girls, but for like, like I can't get it up after a few drinks. Well, for me, it's like it's uh, maybe you got to combine it with the Viagra. No, for me, it's like I'm anxious. So it's like, a I'll have a couple thing. of drinks just to relax me. Oh, that's okay. it. It's just to take the edge off. Yeah, of maybe me. one drink. Because would... you you've seen me when I drink a little bit. I'm like I'm a little more relaxed. Yeah, I was like, like, why isn't Alvaro hard right now? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just have a drink. Yeah, bro. I know. 
No, dude, it, it really is a mental thing. Um, it's like you have, a, I'm the same way. It's like if you're with someone new and I can't even imagine the anxiety that someone could feel potentially in like a, at a sex party, especially if it's like one of their first times. So I feel like a drink or two would ease the nerves, calm the nerves. Because a lot of the time when you can't get hard as a guy, I feel like for me is is 100% a, a mental thing yeah. than it is a physical thing. Because like, you know, like you, I'll be with a, a chick for the first time or whatever. And like, I can't, I'm too in my head, can't get off. And then she'll leave the room and like, I'll watch like porn on my phone and like get hard instantly. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, you, it is a, you have to find what works for you. So like, yeah. you know, you figure out what kind of works for you. I've kind of figured out the math for me and it's four shots of vodka over two hours. That's very precise. I, I've been working on it. Damn. So like, so but like, like every half hour you take a shot of vodka for or, two or hours. Or a drink, something with vodka is, yeah. you know, stuff like that. But like, I remember like right. when, we, when I started dipping into swinging the first time, like we were doing something, I had that anxiety. I had performance yeah, issues. Yeah, 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 right. But that's why I could never be with, I could, I could, I could never do two chicks at the same time. That's just, but it's so that's much wild. Fun. I mean, I'm sure like, that's the thing. It's like, I've seen it, you know, I've seen other people do it online and it looks like they're having a blast. Yeah. But the, but guy, I, the guys are online. A lot yeah. of them. Okay. The guys in porn. Cause I worked, you know, I worked in porn for a while. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Film. Right. They'll be on Viagra or they'll have a pump. There's literally, they'll have a device implanted in them uh-huh. where they push a button somewhere nearby. Implanted in them? No, yeah. Like, there's a procedure. Like, for guys, like, it's a medical thing for guys who are having erectile issues. They can press a button or what? activate something, and it'll literally inflate it for them. Are you serious? Yeah. A lot of guys in porn have that. What are they, is it like the, the Jordan, like, the, those basketball shoes when you were a kid that you would pump the, you'd pump it up with the basketball? No, it's like, you press. Yeah. Zzz, and yeah, you don't hear it. I'm, it I'm like, not sure exactly how it fills sounds. your dick with air or something. I don't or? know what it fills it with, but like it literally will inflate it for them, or like a wand or something. It like would have to like I don't know, rush more blood to your to your dick. Something in order, in I don't know what it is, hard, but like it, there, there's flow. a device, and a lot what? of guys in porn do have them. There's just like a button that they press, and it's like it's it's literally yeah. It's I, I don't know if it's an exact button, but it's like something attached to the person or something. They grab a device like and a touch it to themselves, and it'll just like like you're filling up a a bounce house. You know, yeah. for a birthday party. It's all like, right. Nee. Yeah. Time. It, they'll be like, it's time, it for, ti- to life. time for the show. And they're like, all right, give me a second. I'm getting hard. And, but they're, all they're doing is turning it on. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's insane. Okay. I gotta, I gotta Google that carefully. I gotta Google it carefully, but I'm going to Google it. Um, what happens if like someone's creepy at one of these parties? Like, is there an HR department that you go to? If, uh, if someone's like touching you when they shouldn't be. Uh, a lot of the places have like bouncers and stuff. Like oh yeah. That. yeah. Love security. They'll have like security and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I've seen it where, uh, uh, guys have been dragged out or like yeah. escorted out because they're like, no, you cross a boundary and stuff like right. that. Are the security guards like in bondage, like leathered up? And no, a lot of them are like dressed in suits and stuff like that. Oh, okay, or it depends right. on where you go. Some of the bondage, uh, the BDSM clubs, they'll be yeah. wearing like a leather sash. It'll say uh, hmm. DM for dungeon monitor and stuff like that. Uh, okay, you know, but they're not really participating. They're just there to. They're usually just there. They'll be part. They'll, they're participants. Maybe you know they'll alternate shifts. Yeah. And then they'll participate, but like when they're in uh, like security dungeon monitor mode, they right. won't. They're like their job is to keep people safe. But their cigarette cigarette break is like you know taking oh. three dicks or something. You know. Or no, be... they don't take breaks. Like they'll literally oh, just okay. like it's like the events are like four to six hours long. So there's like, damn, and a lot of them are like really? volunteers or, you know, stuff like that. Four so to they... six hours long. There's probably people that are there the whole time, just screwing. Like their oh, yeah. life depends on it. That's pretty cool. Um, you, you, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, this is a question. Um, is there like a, a safe word if a dude's wiener touches yours? Do you both like yell out like protein, you know, like some masculine, like pussy, I love pussy. No, I mean, I've never been in that situation. Okay. Like, but 
you know, you got to be careful. You, you got to be aware of where you are. You got to know where your hands are and where your dick yeah, is. Yeah, right, right. The last thing you want to do is slip and, oh, that's not a hand. Are there ever some guys that are like, look, just just, just keep, you know, social distance our dicks? Yeah, no. The, 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 you like, you make it clear with people like, I'm not into dudes. Right. So no guy on guy in contact. Right, right, right. You, you, you stay the, on that side of her. It, I'll be on this side it, of her. It's not as, like, there's a lot of talking. There should be a lot of talking before anything physical happens. Like, right, you have right, to be right. like, hey, like, you know, like, you meet in a couple and stuff like that. You get drinks and be like, hey, yeah. We're yeah. down for girl on girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. either soft swap, hard swap, or right. stuff like that, and be like, but no guy on guy, right? Stuff like that, like you know. Keep You've never distance. had a guy try to sneak in, like he's trying to hold your hand while you're. No. Okay. Because like, if that somebody had done that, I would be like, not cool. End yeah. of the show. Right, right, right. Like, or you know, like things have happened, like you know, we're on the same bed and like hands have been like this close to each other, but like I'm yeah, not, yeah, right. I'm not gonna get like oh, any like, closer we, though. We bumped hands. Wow. But, any like, closer I'd, though, I will jizz on your face. Yeah. Although like, I, he probably liked that. I, I've never been like tip to tip close. What about, um, so I've heard like swingers, a way that they show other people that they're swingers is with the, the upside down pineapple yeah. or a pineapple, um, where it's like, if you're on a cruise, you put like an upside down pineapple on your door to tell people that you're a swinger. Yep. Um, that's a real thing. Oh yeah. Okay. It's the upside down pineapple, uh, black wedding ring band, a black wedding ring. Yeah. On the on, women on the or man. the man on, on the, the man. man. Yeah. Really? That's a sign of it too. So like, you know, upside down pineapple is like the universal one, black wedding ring. Black wedding ring is another yeah. one. Whoa, what if you're just like, is there a, maybe a code word or something that you would say to someone if you were just in conversation to let them know that you're a swinger? Or is there is there any kind of code word if you don't have a pineapple on you, you know? That I Let's don't say know. say you're like really far from like, Hawaii. That I don't know. Like, I mean, if you're like random somewhere. Yeah. Have adult conversations. Just be like, if you're like at Hawaii with your partners and you guys meet a couple and you guys hit it off, just be like, you know, there's no black wedding. Be like, hey, um, you're like, hey, you guys, don't mess around with swinging by any I chance. Sleep with your wife? Yeah. Just don't say front. that. Okay, yeah, don't. Say but that. like, be like, oh, have some more tact. Hey, the vibe's really cool. Are you guys like ever dabbled in swinging or something yeah. like that? Just be like, and if they say no, just be like, cool, just walk. Away. Do you think? Do you think if I went up to a swinger, and I and I told them like, it naturally brought up in conversation that oh, my favorite fruit is pineapple, and I said it in a way. Do you think they would? Do you Maybe think the average swinger would pick up on that and go, "It's I see you." So when it comes to stuff with consent, yeah, be clear. Oh, just just just, just be come clear. right out and say yeah, it. Yeah, just don't be, beat around the bush. There's it's like it's not like in the movies where like, it's like, kind of like but like you got to feel the vibe. The like if you like feel the vibe. Like if you yeah, if yeah. you guys you know if you went to like a club or a place in Hawaii and you're kind of meeting, you guys meet a couple at the at the pool. You guys are drinking. Things are yeah. getting real fun. Yeah, you know, read the room. Read the girls. Yeah, like if they start getting comfortable oh, sure. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but like. Don't be like, can I fuck your wife? <laughs> yeah. Don't right. be like that. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. be like, just Probably be like, just be forward. like, you too know, talk to your partner and be like, hey, do you think? And they'll be in, you know, between your partner first, verify with your partner. Right. Be right. like, hey, you know, maybe, I don't know if they'd be down. Yeah. And then there's usually one person in the couple. It's like, you initiate the, the conversation. Right. So it'd be like, hey, you know, weird question. Yeah. Like, yeah. you guys ever dabbled with swinging? And then just go from there. Right. Exactly. And be like, oh, you know, all cool. Just we were wondering and stuff like that. And a lot of couples would be like, Oh, so you guys are swingers? And you'd be like, yeah. And they'll be interested in at least the conversation. Right. Maybe something develops. Maybe something doesn't. Right, right, right. Damn. But That's don't wild. be like, you, when it comes to like this kind of stuff, when it's like consent is important. Yeah. Don't beat around the bush and don't assume. Just because, be direct. Like, be direct. Be like direct, but be soft about your approach. Don't be like, you right. Know, don't hey, be your aggressive. Wife, your wife's real cute. Mind if I rail her real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere between. Unless it's like at a swinger club, then you can kind of make that joke a little bit. But like, right. you got to read the room. Somewhere between I'm a swinger and I want to fuck your wife um, is where you should probably land. That makes a lot of sense. Um, 
Dude, it's been uh, it's been great having you on. Thanks yeah. for thanks for coming on and sharing so much. And uh, I'm sure this won't be your your last time on here, but appreciate you, you uh, sharing everything. Yeah, man. Thanks for letting me come on. Yeah, for sure, guys. Thank you so much for watching this one. Uh, subscribe to the channel and also follow our Discord. We have a lot of good people there, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. I'm just rambling now, so get out of here. Bye. Bye, guys. Later. Uh